Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and with me, as always, is the Zodiac Mamer, Sam Grezis. Yeah, just, you know, just like baseball bats, you know, and not, not even all that hard. The, the other guy got all the credit, and I'm kind of mad about it. You know, no one but remembers hey, the Zodiac Mamer. No, they weren't going after you. They were going after the Zodiac Killer. So. That's true, but there's so much, like, mystery. I, like, here, here's the thing. I wrote, I straight up wrote him letters being, like, I mean, you know the guy that, that the person that, like, killed them all is, like, at this address, right? He comes and, like, it's like in Call of Duty when someone, like, you know, you, you, like, get someone down to, like, their last bit of health and then someone like kill steals you like comes in with a pistol or a sniper rifle and they they just like gank someone that's what the zodiac killer did and then he was like oh i'm so mysterious i'm gonna have a cipher and i was like no dude's just blowing up my spot that's all yeah he's not it's not mysterious sign i am a taurus you are a taurus born on april 21st taurus the bull i wonder what your horoscope is today let's see Let's, let's read let's read my horoscope for today on this podcast Taurus and while I'm doing this you can look up yours Taurus horoscope daily and today January 24th 2018 more than likely there's a person in your world who desperately wants to get closer to you Taurus conflict is apt to arise tonight if you don't open up and let this person in a bit closer it could be that you're quick to snap back with a forceful opinion but be careful that you don't scare them away entirely this person wants to share more of an intimate space with you but perhaps they just don't know how this is probably about our podcast I assume yeah okay so you know I'll, I'll, I'll try and allow you to share more of an intimate space with me today, Dave. Today, I am an Aquarius, mm-hmm. by the way. Okay. Because I was born late January. My birthday is literally next week. Hooray! Hooray! By the time the next podcast goes up, I'll be fucking 30. Ugh. Yikes. Uh, don't get old, kids. Yeah. Don't get it's, old. It's, yeah, anyway. Just don't do it. I, you're not the most patient of souls, so few people know you are ever surprised when they hear about your shenanigans. That's totally wrong. I am a very patient person. <laughs> I, eyebrows might be raised, but you're used to dealing with that. For now, though, someone close is asking for help. Sam, could this be you? Maybe. Help that requires an objective mind and dedication to fairness. Can you get it together for them? Fuck that. Yeah, you can just lay off the caffeine this morning. That that's fine. I don't I don't drink caffeine in the morning. I don't need to. I get up with sheer force of will. Didn't that one didn't seem all that uh, relevant or helpful? It didn't seem useful in any way. Honestly, mine wasn't really either. I was just easier to make jokes about. (laughs) So you know, whatever. All right, you failed me, Aquarius. You failed me horoscopes. I don't understand why people at all pay attention to you. Eh, I don't understand eh. why people are like are like serious about it. It's, I don't know. I just like let people have fun generally, and that can be fun. Horoscopes can be fun, but it can be fun. But it's one of those things where you read it and you you know the person's just full of shit because they're writing things in the most vague possible terms can you imagine like, it's like a fortune cookie where you're there it's written in such a way where you're just interpreting it into your own life i'm i'm and that's how it suckers people because they're like oh 
that could totally be me because I had a weird feeling this morning and this says you will have a strange feeling like oh mm. oh that's totally me it gets me it really gets me this random person who has a really awesome job to just make up bullshit every day well i was i was more thinking uh, like having that job's gotta suck you got to you got to do that every day 12 times and you like you you can't recycle these very generic things you have to think of something that's maybe not like entirely different but like different enough that like if you have this reader that reads your fucking horoscope every single morning that they won't think like, oh, wasn't that pretty similar to this one that I got six months ago? Can you fucking imagine? It would be hell. I have to imagine it's probably you do have like a like a template. Yeah, of yeah, you have topics to. and angles to go with, and you just rotate uh, which sign you go with. Like, uh-huh. oh, let's do the weird friend thing with cancer today. Right. Yeah. And then. Well, we'll do like a friend thing with Taurus tomorrow, uh-huh. and then uh, we'll go with uh, uh, Aquarius. I've already forgotten all the other zodiacs. Yeah, Leo gets to meet a mysterious stranger today, and then yeah, I got you. I got you. <sighs> all right. Can you tell? We don't really want to talk no. about what this podcast is supposed to be about. <sighs> no. Fuck football, man. Football's it's... dumb sad about why, it why do we watch this crappy sport that's bad and stupid Can, fucking could the jaguars have just not you know fuck it i mean now's the time right i'm gonna uh, can i do my patriots rant please yeah let's just get it out of the way okay so this is like here's here's our little fuck the patriots segment yeah it's coming it, it, it's coming back and it's coming back to stay uh, here's here's the thing about the New England Patriots, right? No matter how you feel about their f- fucking Trump-loving racist owners, players, and fan base, and by players, I I mean pretty specifically Tom Brady. I don't I don't know about anyone else. You know, Dion Lewis is probably a, a fine, upstanding individual. I've never heard of anything bad about him, and you know, same goes for Malcolm Butler and and most of the rest of them that's fine but like put all that aside right put their horrible fan base aside put put the fact that they are just incredibly problematic aside put put away the fact that they play these annoying mind games that don't work put that aside the reason you should never root for the patriots is because they are the only team in sports in sports not just football not just football to make a comeback boring it always seems inevitable because in the majority of the playoff games that they have won, they have come back like they have not led, uh, at least in the past like five years, I think that this stat stands. Uh, in the past five years, the majority of their playoff wins have come when they were at a deficit in the fourth quarter. They just got, they got to answer and they, and they did. And that's boring you do that enough and and the shine wears off right even if you're a patriots fan you start coming into those games like oh you know it it, it kind of feels like you're down three and you have the ball and there's like 90 seconds left right it's it's like 
yeah, you're losing, but you are in a position to win the game. You are in a very position, a good position to win the game because it's been proven like through other football games that like that's not a, a bad place to be and you can march down the field and score and win the game on walk off touchdown it's fine the patriots have made that their mo for i mean what since 2005 that that has been what they it's not do. new anymore it's not new anymore it's not exciting even if you're a fan like i'm assuming the 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 excitement from from 27-3 and the excitement from the comeback against the Jaguars wasn't wasn't the same as the excitement on the uh, on the miraculous Case Keenum touchdown, right? It no. wasn't the it wasn't the same because these are all like plodding, methodical, inevitable comebacks. It's inevitable. It will happen because the world is a hard, cold, steely place that will find that last nut of hope that you hold in your heart and crush it to bits it's so boring it's so unbelievably boring that's the most damning thing about it is that it's boring like here's the thing so i'm basically using these last two weeks uh both on my comic and i think probably maybe less so here but at least on the comic to just not talk about the patriots anymore yeah. I'm going to let this season play out. I'll make comics about the Patriots and stuff like that. But it's gotten to the point where I've realized I'm part of the problem. That it there's just so much fucking noise around them because there's nothing to talk about in terms of actual football anymore. Right. Yep. There, there's, no, there's no football flaws to talk about with the Patriots anymore. There's nothing about the game to really talk about. That's why we spend an entire season speculating about Tom Brady's quack doctor. That's yeah. why we spend so much time immediately jumping the gun whenever they they lose a game. It's, it's just, there's nothing left to do. And I'm so, I've run out of ways to just be angry at them. I'm just tired. And I just, I don't want to think about them anymore. They're just there and they're just annoying and they won't go away. And I just don't want to think about them. I'm, I'm wondering if like, so why do you think that is? Is it, I think it's like partly, obviously it's because it's because they are the, like the best team, you know, in the past decade of football. Right. I think that's part of it. I think another part of it, the reason that not just like ESPN and, you know, the NFL Network and sports Twitter and whatever keeps talking about it, but the reason that we keep talking about the Patriots is because everyone's waiting for the schadenfreude. Everyone is waiting for... Everyone wants it to end. Everyone wants it to end. We're all just fucking tired of them. Well, the the human brain, the human spirit needs catharsis, right? We need, we need, after you watch Empire Strikes Back, you need Return of the Jedi, right? You, like, you need that kind of dramatic closure on, on this story, on this story of evil triumphing. You need, maybe not, like, a happy ending, but you need some sort of, 
some sort of like denouement, right? You need some sort of dramatic catharsis. That's the way that humans work. You need that dopamine like release in your brain that you get from closing a book and knowing that it's over and knowing that if the bad guy didn't lose, at least, you know, he's fucking not going to play football again, right? There's nothing left that's interesting for the Patriots to do except lose. That's that's what it is. It's such a good way There's of putting nothing, it. There's nothing the only thing the Patriots can do that will make us interested in watching them play football again is if they start to suck. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The most interesting thing last year, what is the thing that came out of last year's Super Bowl? Last year's Super Bowl was the greatest comeback of all time. No one gives a shit about the comeback. Mm-hmm. Everyone, the 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 most upstanding like meme joke um element of that game that has entered the popular culture isn't the Patriots comeback it's the Falcons blowing it yeah when we yes. think of that game it's the play calling of about. the Patriots we, yeah we think about the Falcons blowing it we think about 28 to 3 or the 25 point lead yeah. that game was about the Falcons blowing it not the Patriots winning it was the Falcons blowing it yep because that that was at least kind of interesting the Patriots winning was just like all right well there they go again they came back with the most incredible comeback that has ever happened in Super Bowl history and no one really talks about that because it just felt like that's what they were gonna do yeah I'd rather talk about how the Falcons fucked it up and it, it's it, that's more interesting drilling drilling down it's not even like it's just what the Patriots do it's that the way they do it Right. I, I I'm I'm looking back and please like if you're listening and I'm wrong or it, Dave, if you know of anything that disproves this, there have been a lot of named plays right in the past decade of football. Yeah. I can't think of one that relates to a Patriots win. Hmm. There's the I that's... mean, there's the tuck rule game. Right. But one that's yeah. that's over 10 years ago at this point. And right? that was before the very first Super Bowl. And that, yeah. Right, exactly. So I, I'm, I'm trying to think like, and that wasn't like an amazing play. No, that no, it was, was just it was, a, a, that was just a, a bizarre rule the, that worked in the Patriots' favor. The drama of that was not in anything the Patriots really or the Raiders did in that game. Right, the drama of that was in, in the fact that like, oh, this is how this works, and the, and that kind of was the the weird thing. I, I, I can't I can't yeah. think of any any singular like the, dramatic the but, moments, right? I feel like the Butler interception has to have a name. Does anyone think oh, about yeah, the Butler interception? Oh yeah, that's right, the Butler interception. Name? That that because, might I mean, be that, that's there, the big there's one. your yeah. there's your signifying yeah. play to win that's, a game. That's true. Right there. That's true. But I don't know if the Butler interception has like a name, like the Minneapolis miracle or uh-huh. the helmet catch uh-huh. or anything like that. Uh-huh. I mean, but I, I, like, I guess that's the exception get... that proves the rule, right? That's like, and, and you're right, that Butler interception is like, if if you want to put your finger on like one play that that ices it and and swings the game and is miraculous, that's you you do have the one, so that's fair. And even though the Butler interception was a big deal, I'd also like to point out that, again, the predominant meme that came out of that was, why didn't the Seahawks run the ball? Yep. Yes, sir. It wasn't, like, Butler made a great play, but it didn't get named because most people associate that play with the Seahawks fucking up. 
Because, mm-hmm. well, you know, the Patriots won. Mm-hmm. Or as contrast mm-hmm. that to the Minneapolis miracle that happened last weekend, like nobody's really talking about how the Vikings kind of blew the lead yeah. and needed a miracle to yeah. win. They, yeah, they and the Vikings were the amazing play that won the game. Right. And the Vikings Not how were the favored, Saints blew right? it up. Yeah, exactly. I guess kind of how the Saints blew it up because specifically the player. But it just it felt like the discourse was entirely different. Everybody was talking about how great this play was for the Vikings. Whereas when it comes to the Patriots, it, nobody talks about how amazing this was. It's how the other team fucked it up. Well, it's and that I think that's because Tom Brady is has somehow been enshrined as the greatest quarterback of all time, even though he doesn't deserve it. And I know I'm a Patriots hater, but he just, he doesn't deserve it in terms of physical ability or mental acuity or reading defenses. Uh, There have been more, I mean, there have been more efficient, stronger, and more, uh, like, I don't, handsome. Yeah, more handsome. Yes, true. Uh, quarterbacks in in the history of football there are there are multiple right and like he's up there but i think that that adds this to it as well situ- right i, like, I kind of want to wrap this up because yes please i'm sorry like I, I want 20 yeah. minutes yeah i want to talk about I this. Wrap this up too like i i have no problem with people who think tom brady's the best he's not my best uh-huh. but yeah i like if you think if you think tom brady is the goat fine i don't i'm not gonna like sit here and tell you you're wrong it's just not my personal opinion, whatever. I like, let's talk about something else. Yes, please. Just, just fuck it. This is, this, this is such a bad matchup. I am excited. Especially I am for excited. For, I think you I, have a much easier. I have, game I have a much easier watch. game than you do. You Absolutely. have a much easier rooting interest yep. here. I think the only fan base who probably has a worse decision than I do to make is probably Cowboys fans only because Cowboys fans didn't, don't have the history of beating the Patriots right. in the Super Bowl. Yep. Essentially, yep. there's there's two parts of me that are completely at war right now. Mm-hmm. And since the Sunday happened, I've literally been completely unable to decide who I want to win because these two sides have nothing but legitimate arguments for them. And it's the Giants fan part of me, and it's the football fan part of me. The football fan part of me basically... You got the Patriots. You got to root for, for all the reasons we just discussed. You got to root for the Eagles, right? Bored. The football fan part I'm, of you has to root for the, the Eagles. The football fan part of me is so much more interested in this Eagles team because you know i i I want to see new blood. I want. Yeah. I think this Eagles team is fun to watch. I I despite hating the Eagles as a Giants fan, like I I know what it feels like to be happy when your team wins it all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't want to – I want every sports fan to feel that at least once. Yeah. Because I think it's worth it. And I and I don't take enough serious stock in a team having a championship when they're a team I don't like that it, it ruins my day kind of deal. So the football fan part of me is just like, yes, go Eagles. The Giants fan part of me is like, fuck off. <laughs> go Patriots because right, yeah. I don't want to see the Eagles win what like the Eagles fans are already kind of insufferable with how the season has gone uh, they'll just get worse like the Seahawks fans did after their first win mm-hmm. uh, God, that... and, whereas this season will just end up being a footnote that we can forget if the Patriots win again which 
has its own appeals in a certain way. And, and I like, I posed the question on Twitter, just like, I don't know who to root for. And I got pretty much 50 replies in both ways. And none of the really? arguments made were bad. And Damn. I, I, this is the first time I've ever legitimately just been like, I don't really know if I'm even going to watch the game. I feel like I'm going to watch the game because I have to and not because I want to. Oh, man. And it's the first time that's ever happened with, the uh, like, a massive playoff game like this. Most of the time, I want to watch the games because I want to see football, even if there's two teams I hate. But this, it's just like, I'm going to be miserable. I'm not going to be happy with the result no matter what happens. I could probably stand to do other things. The, I'm just the commercials have been getting worse invested. year over year over year. <laughs> the commercials are crap now. Yeah. It's, I, I had a friend, I was talking to a friend in the com- about commercials the other day, and he's like, it doesn't seem like they're about being funny or clever anymore. It seems now that they're about production budget. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, hey, look at all the money we spent on this. We got Benicio Del Toro to talk about... Uh, this lipstick. That's crazy. You wouldn't expect me, Benicio Del Toro, to talk about lipstick now, would you? Amazing. And it's just all, look how much money we can spend. Yeah. Which isn't funny. It's just like, ah, money. Well, I mean, think of the I, think of the better Super Bowl ads that you've seen. It's usually, like, something very simple, right, that... Yeah, you know, you spend you spend money getting it edited and like maybe you get a, a celebrity or two, but the ones that I remember specifically as enjoying like aren't the ones where they're like superstar celebrities in them. They're like the crazy weird ones, you know? They're they're the ones that have this kind of madcap postmodern ideology about them that's like really kind of clever and fun and funny and you know that's it like so that's that's my thing right like i don't i don't i don't like the the new well, i'm just ads, trying to so. like the one that really jumps to mind is i think it was last year it was the commercial with adam driver it was for snickers oh yeah it was yeah. like set in the western and it's like oh this commercial is live uh, you know, and they did live, it. They did it live. Massive, massive air quotes. Live, live, as in like totally staged and everything yeah. and all that crap. And it's just like he walks through the western town and everything gets destroyed. And I'm just sitting there, like, look at all the money that is being wasted, wasted. right now. But and the idea, the thing about that one was the idea wasn't even bad. The idea of doing a live Super Bowl commercial, a Super Bowl commercial that was broadcast live is a good idea if you capitalize on it and make it so like the 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 fact that the ad is live adds to the commercial that commercial could have been done not live and it would have had the exact they, same effect they very very easily could have scripted and filmed that entire thing and we wouldn't have known the difference exactly Exactly. That's how that's how rehearsed it, kills me. it looked. Yeah. It, like they they went for this like, oh, everything's falling apart because we don't know what we're doing because we're live, but it was so just like, wow, that's a really good camera angle to have yeah. when you're not expecting that wall to fall down. Huh. No. They it was so rehearsed that it might as well have not been live 
at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just money being wasted. <sighs> we're angry, Sam. Yeah, yeah, we're we're angry, bitter folks. And, you know, Let's lean into it. Let's let yeah. Let's 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 lean into it. I will say there was a good there was a good ad last year. There were a couple good ads last year that were like when things get. I I remember thinking about this because I was like, that's fucking ballsy. Budweiser. It wasn't Budweiser. Shit. Was it Heineken? A, a bunch of uh like beer and liquor companies did ads that were like, actually, immigrants are good and like you know. Things look oh yeah, I remember that fucking, commercial. Yeah, and then there was one. I think it was like Johnny Walker, and it was like, things are fucking shitty and tough, and you know, there's no guarantee that they won't get shittier or tougher, right? Uh, and like, I think they had like images of like you know, uh, non-heterosexual couples like kissing or hugging and and you know stuff like that, and then it was like just walk on was was the tagline and i was like oh okay sure you know what's kind of weird to me is i feel like most of the commercials i remember from the past few years are the ones that failed miserably yeah the ones that were just awful the Mm -hmm. ones like every once in a while i remember punky puppy monkey baby did that start as a super my, my day is ruined jesus christ because that was just so bad because you're watching that commercial and you can literally see the boardroom of old people being like, what's hip and cool? What is quirky that we could do to sell this Mountain Dew drink? What if, oh, I got it. What if it's like puppies and monkeys? Those are funny. And babies. And, you know, let's take the one part of the baby that no one likes, which is, you know, yeah, the diaper the, section, the poop part, and make that the part, part of it. Goes. Yeah. It's, I, I, w- I remember watching that commercial being like, this is so bad. Hey, did we forget about the commercial that they aired last year where it showed a child drowning? What? Did, I don't remember this. Did we forget about the commercial that they showed last year, the Allstate commercial or whatever, where there was a child drowning in a tub? No. Because I, I, that was a real thing that I happened. Guess so. That was a real thing that happened. There was a Super Bowl ad. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Uh, Super Bowl ad. Drown. Uh, well, as you're doing that, I'm thinking about another commercial. Like, Remember, I think it was two years ago, mm-hmm. where Budweiser mm-hmm. was just like, Oh, craft beers. Mm. Uh, they're just a bunch of dumb things for stupid people. They did and that this past year, too. And an absolute ton of backlash to them. And then, like, the commercial the next year, they were kind of embracing the craftness, the craft yeah. beerness. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that was a twist, wasn't it? Well, because. because they, really, they blew that one up. Did you, did you see that, like, a bunch of craft beer companies, like, released parallel ads being like, doing it in the same style but like actually our beer tastes good you know so like <laughs> sorry i guess the, no. i mean the the other thing is like anheuser-busch is buying up all these like craft breweries so it really doesn't ring true yeah i found it by the way it was I'm, it was the 2015 super bowl so it wasn't last year but uh there was a nationwide commercial and it uh <laughs> jesus christ it was um, 
it showed this kid like growing up and like you know kissing a girl under the bleachers and playing football and like getting his first car and his first house and getting married and having kids and stuff and then it cut to a bathtub and a little child hand outside of the bathtub and it's like you heard the water running or whatever and the hand wasn't moving and it was like make sure your child has a future or something what is the product the product is insurance nationwide (laughs) is on your side Jeez, that's dark. I know, I know. And like, I, I, I got the point across. That's, that's kind of like like they made art. their point. It, it it was super art. It, it was like absolutely. Did art. did the water dripping into the bathtub? Yeah. make the jingle. Oh oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, mom, your kid is dead. It's just like uh, the the water is coming out. Blip 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 blip. Jesus Christ! I for, yeah, I, <laughs> that would have been. I would have been okay with that because that would have been a hell of a commercials. I end. hate everything with these nationwide jingle commercials. I hate Me them. Too. I hate them. I hated the very first one. No one I hate them all. And now they're doing that like a behind the music awesome with ending. with Brad Paisley and Peyton Manning that no one asks for. I don't care. I don't need a behind the the jingle. Isn't that popular? No one likes the jingle. No one no fucking one likes the, the jingle, jingle because it's. Everyone makes fun of the jingle. No, nobody likes the jingle. No one even oh. really makes fun of it. Like, no, no. It's just like if someone, if I heard someone to like to me or to anyone else in any space where I was do the nationwide jingle, either ironically or non-ironically, I would leave. I would just leave. I, I would not That's want to person. share a space with that person. Scoop doop 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 boop. And then it cuts to a gravestone. Yep. Oh good. Yes. Didn't have nationwide. Got 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 killed because Sam got mad because Actually, they sang the jingle. Hold on a second. I'm trying to think from the premise of this commercial, so it's this kid growing up and, you know, having a future, right? Mm-hmm. And then um it then cuts to the kid dead in a bathtub. Right. I'm trying to understand how that works as an insurance ad, because if the kid drowns in a bathtub, I how does how is that insurance? I'm so related? so my because that's that's like negligent parenting that will send you to jail or it's an accident and like unless mm-hmm. that kid lives, where's the insurance come in here the the idea isn't necessarily here's the thing the the idea isn't necessarily to sell insurance with your ad it's to like get people to emotionally remember the advertisement and remember that it was a nationwide advertisement so it's like selling it's it's kind of like subliminal but not really it's like you are not selling insurance the ad on the face of it is meant to prevent negligent child deaths right like be aware and make your home safe for your kid, which, which on the face of it, fine, you know, fair. Maybe, maybe you did it in a weird way and at a really weird time when, you know, the kid's parents are almost definitely drunk and rowdy and like 
maybe don't want. We need to know the backstory to this kid being drowned in a tub. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it was it a kid who was just you know like I I'm gonna put you in the tub and we're gonna I, I'll be right back, mommy. will be right back, and then mommy goes and shoots up heroin yo, or something. Yo, you know what? We were we were talking about this before. That ad would have been a whole lot different if they did it live. <laughs> just gonna take a sip of my beer. Nationwide becomes first company to kill to kill a child for a Super Bowl ad. Front page of fuckingwired.com. Yeah, sells insurance. Oh my god! And then it like cuts to the courtroom, and the judge (laughs) takes the gavel and goes bat bat bat. Oh god! The you parents go to jail, and the guard comes life. by with the with like the baton, and you know how the, like the guards like smack the baton against like the bars to oh uh, the like, little jingle on the, like, on the bing, on the on the cell bing, bars, bing 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 bing, <laughs> and it's just like these terrible people who killed their kid, just like going through life oh hearing God. the nationwide oh jingle in various horrible places. That, that that is like, buddy. There is a short story there. There is like a good short story there of like the, the the either the parents or like the nationwide ad execs who like got too big for their britches and were like we're gonna we're just gonna fucking do it. We're gonna kill a child to sell insurance, and and then they do, and then they get found out, and like they might they they might not get sentenced. They might get off like with parole or whatever, or plead insanity or something, and then like. Everywhere they go, they hear the theme. And, like, and they see, like, the kid's face. And the kid's face is, like, whistling the theme. And it follows them around everywhere. They can't sleep at night because, because you know, it's just in their head. And when they do fall asleep, their alarm in the morning, they can set it to the radio. They can set it to that, like, that T-Mobile chime. But it always comes out of their phone. Boop, 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 boop. I know what the fuck you did. You can never <laughs> sleep again. I'll always remember you. I would watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm being real. That'd be an awesome movie. Jesus, like uh, like a postmodern capitalist horror movie. Like like not quite dystopian but almost there i know what insurance you bought last oh hell yeah that's it that's the title that's the title how much money do you have in your pocket right now we should pitch this and like to like some ad company and have them do this as a like a multi-part super bowl ad you know how they do that where like you they release like some of the ads yeah. like around now and and then like there's a youtube video like two days before the super bowl and then they sh- they show the super bowl ad and it doesn't make sense if you haven't seen like the the prequels um we could do that yeah those are those are really good wastes of money too. yeah right <laughs> like here's an ad that i 
never heard of because I didn't bother to look it up. So I just spent 30 seconds watching something that makes absolutely zero sense. The fucking Geico commercial cinematic universe. You need to know. You need to catch up before the Super Bowl if you want to really understand all the all the all the shit. And make sure to stay after the credits for a fucking shawarma scene. Jesus. Right, so I have a question for yes, you. Yes, please. What insurance company do you hate the most because of the commercials? Fuck, that's tough. I don't mind Allstate. Mayhem is... I like the Mayhem commercials. I think they should have... I like Mayhem, too. I, 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 th- I, I think they should have, yeah. like, let the, let the like, New Year's resolution thing breathe a little bit longer than they did. But, you know, I don't mind the Allstate ads. Um, I don't hate the... Well... So, Geico at, like, I don't hate the Gecko ones, but the other, um, the other ones that's, like, uh, like, they have, like, all these other weird campaigns Geico that go has alongside. so many different marketing campaigns going on. It's, it's bizarre. They have, like, three different slogans. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, but you know what is good news I just saved a bunch of money right, on car insurance. Yeah. I love those. Those were great. And then they I got love those them. bait and switch commercials. Yeah. Those commercials are fantastic. It's just like, oh, here's the thing, pulls out the rug from under you because you never see it coming. Yeah. Even that they all they overplay them because they overplay every commercial. But the first time you see one of those Geico bait and switches, it's so good. It really is. I, I'm torn between nationwide and progressive. I was about to say the same damn thing. Same damn thing. And it's because bo- I, the reason – and I, I don't want to like trample over your thing. But I the reason for me is that they're both trying to build these fucking commercial universes that that they're trying to make us care about, right? Like Nationwide has the whole like behind the jingle thing where Brad Paisley or whoever they got. I can't remember who it actually is and Peyton Manning are in the studio doing the jingle shit that no one cares about. And then we're supposed to be invested in like flow and whoever her fucking boring friend is. And the people from the other insurance company that isn't progressive. And they're doing all those ads. I don't give a shit is the thing. I think I hate nationwide more. I agree. Yeah. I, the, I hated the Peyton Manning jingle commercials when they introduced uh, country superstar number 503 yeah. to whoever he is. I don't listen to country music. I apologize for offending you if you enjoy country music. I I don't know who that guy is. He, he's he got a cowboy hat, and he sounds like every other country music superstar that's ever existed. When he, when he got in and they started doing the, the, the Peyton Manning, like, correcting him jingle... I hate that commercial maybe the most. The- Whereas flow, I feel like they're they're kind of like running out of ideas, so they're having her do weirder, dumber stuff. And yeah. it's less offensive to me. That's fair. Than watching a couple of dumbasses who got paid for like a weekend go hmm. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll say, I'll get say back to the baby killing. Yeah, like, right. Give us more baby killing. That's what we want. I want to see we more blood. Shit. I'll, I'll say that the the upshot to that. Where do you find most dead babies, Sam? Uh, In a nationwide ad. <laughs> There's got to be a dead baby joke somewhere. 
We'll find it. We'll find it. I, I, I will say I do like the, the nationwide – the only nationwide ads I like are the ones with Leslie Odom Jr. and uh, the new kind of like singer-songwriter that they have. That they, they just had him like write little songs. And I'm like I, I don't hate it as much as I hate the other ones because like you guys are actually you're, – you're talented and like doing your own thing. Leslie Odom Jr. is fucking great. But what makes me kind of squinchy about that whole thing – is the first one that they had Leslie Odom Jr. do was like kind of funky and kind of soulful and like and it kind of like had a bit of a beat like it wasn't a good song by any means because it's based on the nationwide theme right but like it was like it was like kind of jazzy a little bit and then like that went off the air and then there was another one that was like very jingle-y and not fun and i was like did did you did you make him change it did you make him change the good song that he did for you because he thought it would scare white people away (laughs) is that what you did because i i i'm I'm afraid that that's what you did, and I really also kind of think it's what you did. It's a bad thing to do. Nationwide, don't do that. Leslie Odom Jr. is playing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm excited for that. I thought it was JT. It is. It is. He's like... is Well, Leslie Odom Jr. is doing something. I can't remember if it's the, the national anthem or he's like coming on during the Super Bowl halftime show as like a guest or whatever, but... He's doing something. All right, whatever. Yeah, it's it is very whatever. Fucking what? Whatever. Give us more dead babies. Yeah, nationwide that's, that's and what everyone. We want. Give give the people what they want. Dead, dead babies. babies. Dead babies in your all, Super Bowl ads. All the dead. Ba- the more dead babies we see this Super Bowl, the better the Super Bowl will be. Yep. Absolutely. Also means those babies didn't have to watch this Super Bowl and. Yeesh. That's yeah. a good thing for those babies. Th- those babies were spared a horrible future. That's what they needed the insurance for. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the play, right? Is you get life insurance on your babies, and then you wait for the the brands to come and steal your babies from you to like kill them for their Super Bowl ads, and then you cash in. Sounds like a perfect scheme. Live kill a baby. Yes. Jesus. We live in this episode went to a weird. Place. We live in a dystopia. I, I've been, we've been talking long enough for me to realize that we live in a dystopia, and that's fine. That's fine. That's all about the brands. It's all Sam. about the hashtag brands and them stealing your babies for for the clicks on YouTube. Sam, I liked the Nintendo Switch ad last year. <laughs> what do? All oh, right, all right. Here's, here's the thing. Let Let's veer completely off track. Please. What do you think of the? nintendo cardboard box uh it's not for me i i I think no no no, and i don't mean that as like oh it's not for me i'm like they didn't no i completely understand because i feel the exact same way they didn't make it for me and like i think that's good right i think they they obviously made it for these like these kids that want to like uh build something kind of like lego-esque uh Okay, so if you don't know what we're talking about, Nintendo announced, I think it's called the Labo, Labo, I don't, I don't know how to say L-A-B-O. it. L-A-B-O. Yeah, yeah. 
pronounce it however you choose. Um, and what it is, is it's these, like, sets of cardboard pieces of paper, pretty much, that you can, like, interlock together to make, like, a robot suit or a piano or a, like, a little kick drum pedal. All these different things that like connect with the Nintendo Switch's Joy-Cons and like you can put in a game that works with that. So like if you have a you make a little piano and you can play notes on the piano because like the Joy-Cons somehow detect what buttons are being pressed. And it's being promoted as this like STEM education slash Lego-esque thing. And, I mean, people are making fun of it on Twitter because, like, ah, ha, 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 it's just cardboard because they're selling it for, like, 60, 70 bucks. But at the same yeah. time, it also comes with a video game. So, like, <laughs> I think that's what everyone is kind of willfully ignoring you know is, like, there is a cartridge of, in there. Yes? Uh, you mentioned it, but it reminds me of when Lego came out with, like, the robots that you could actually program. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, Fuck. What was it called? It wasn't Technics, was it? No, it was <sighs> Lego Robots. You can actually program. Yeah, that was the official. That, well, name. it was a really good name. I forgot that they did a really good name for it. It was Lego Robots. You can actually program. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I had one of those. Did you? Did you learn how to do a program on it? Uh, I, the most, the best thing I made out of it was like a four-wheeled vehicle. Okay. And it was it was just like the the programmable computer brick mm-hmm. with like wheels attached to the side of it. I'm I'm not a programmer or an engineer. No, no, I fucking I, I'm not. They really need to like the fact that that is not in the middle school slash high school curriculum for every kid in America today is odd to me. I, I feel like you gotta you gotta graduate with at least some knowledge of some language of programming now, because it's a different world. It's more. I mean, honestly, it's more useful than fucking math. Shit. Yeah, math is. Who cares about math? I mean, it's good to it's good to know. Like, it's good to be able to do math in your head, right? And I get that if you want to go into like be a physician, you need math. But at the same time, you'll always have a calculator on you. Cell phones are a thing, right? Cell phones are a thing. Computers are a thing. We have machines to do our math now. Mm-hmm. And hey, hey, you know, the the funny thing about we have all these machines, right? And what do they run on? It's, uh, spoiler alert, it's programs. It's programs that do that. So maybe teach that more. We have gotten so fucking far off the rails. We have turned into an education reform podcast. Sam. Yes. It's okay because there's not football this weekend. That's true. Yeah, fucking what are you going to do this weekend, my dude? Um, well, here's a list of things that we could do that isn't watch the Pro Bowl. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Wait, wait. We got to watch the skills challenge, dude. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to put my foot down on that. The skills challenge is a good thing. And well, it is fun. it's not the Pro Bowl. It's not the Pro That's Bowl. The right, right. No, I got you. I just want to... <laughs> I got to have that asterisk on there. But this is our first free, quote, mm-hmm. Sunday 
for many, many months mm-hmm. before the last Sunday where, uh, I mean, please don't watch the Super Bowl. And Have a party, though. Have a that's... Super Bowl party, but, like, watch the Puppy Bowl or fucking play Jackbox games. Like, play fucking Quidditch. Honestly, Lash. if you just turn the Puppy Bowl on for the Super Bowl and you and you just kind of forget about it and leave it on, you'll probably only have, like, two people complain because they want to actually watch the game. God, you'll be so much happier, too. And those are the fans that you probably don't want at your party because they're there to actually watch the game. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. like, I would normally be. Like, I'd be that guy who wants to watch the game where everyone else just wants to watch the commercials and stuff. Yeah. Which is why I I don't go to Super Bowl parties anymore. Yeah, yep. That's fair. That's super fair. But, yeah. but next week is the Pro Bowl, and you shouldn't watch that. This 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 weekend is the Pro Bowl. Next weekend is just shit. Yes. So what are some things that you could do instead of watch football? Well, I can tell you what I'm going to do, first of all. And I think you guys, if uh, follow us at home. Try this one at home, folks. I'm going to, like, I think I'm about, like, at 406 Power Moons in Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, there are a total of 999, so I really am going to need to fucking uh, pick up the pace on that a little bit. So that's that's my plan. This weekend, I will probably also be playing Nintendo. Hell yeah. But Hell it'll yeah. be Zelda. It'll be Zelda. That's fair. G- Finally got Breath of the Wild. Get to play. I just beat the fourth beast, but I still got like 30 shrines to go and... Lots of other stuff to do. So I still got plenty of time left to kill in this game. Got to get that expansion pass. Another thing mm-hmm. you could do is uh, you could learn how to juggle. Yeah, it's not that hard. I I had some co-workers tell me the other day that I looked like the kind of guy who would know how to juggle. Did you kick and... them in the dicks? Jesus Christ. What a horrible well, thing to say to a person. Well, they were both female, so that would have gotten me arrested and fired. Okay, fair. Um, I was offended that they thought that I had the juggler look to Yeah, me. wow. I also suddenly had a strong desire to learn how to juggle. To just lean in, <laughs> to lean into it? To just, you know, lean into it. Uh-huh. Because I don't know how to juggle. I've always kind of wondered how to juggle, but I don't know how to juggle. So maybe... Instead of watching the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl, I could just take some time to just, you know, try and teach myself how this works. Mm-hmm. Just so that when someone goes, you look like the kind of guy who looks, who knows how to juggle. I can be like, yes. And then I can start juggling and then halfway through juggling, grab the balls and throw them at that person's face. Uh, I, I've got one. Um, and this is this is another kind of real one. It is not a joke. Uh, volunteer at a pet shelter. Can you imagine, like, spending, instead of watching the Pro Bowl, like, on the couch, not wanting to do what you're doing right now, spend all day with, like, foster animals, little kitties and doggos. In the arms of... No, not dead ones. Not, like, dead... Not the sad one. Well, I mean, they might be sad. But I'm be... Sam McLaughlin, and I'm here because I want you to get a puppy mm-hmm. who's sad and broken. Yeah, but... And spend time with that puppy. Play with that puppy instead of watching a really bad Super Bowl matchup. 
fucking i mean where's where's the problem i i fail to see the problem here i honestly i honestly do this puppy doesn't have eyes anymore because of the fire it was in this puppy doesn't have to watch the super bowl this puppy has a pretty decent i was gonna say his puppy's doing better than us yep 10 cents a day or, or whatever fucking volunteering at a pet shelter is probably the best volunteering you can do because you don't feel like you've done community service so do that this sunday fucking do you it. could you could clean your apartment no or your home no sometimes things get dusty and it's a good thing especially in flu season where to just like try and keep things clean you know sanitize where everybody's getting pretty sick this year this seems like a pretty bad season i've been sick a couple of times already i get some sniffles it's just good to just you know just a little bit of cleaning now and then if you have a clean for a while it's it's oddly soothing just put on some music you really like and just kind of like take a wet paper towel and dust some things and vacuum a little bit and i don't know maybe fold some clothes you won't necessarily enjoy it but when it's done you'll be like i'm glad i did that i will say you can put you put some music on or a podcast like cleaning the apartment is a very good excuse to like catch up on that kind of shit like if you have an album you've been meaning to listen to 100 percent. you could put on albums podcasts are fantastic yeah, for this thing. absolutely uh you could put on a tv show in the background that it's one of those tv shows where you don't have to pay complete attention chopped. to chopped it's is... just it's just it's just comforting to have there yeah. and you could look at it in between l- little vacuum swipes to be fair it's, the pro bowl would be a good thing to have on in the background during that right like you can look over and see someone like fucking doing something and be like oh right i don't have to watch this i'm cleaning you could also uh, learn to belay a rock climber. Take a belay class. So the next time you're you're out there rock climbing, like at the gym or whatever, you don't have to be that guy who's like just like I'm looking for a belay. I'm looking for a belay. As I want, want want a belay. You can you can actually help other people up the thing. You can top rope them. And and going with a very similar sounding word. You could also learn a little bit of ballet. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Just take a ballet class. Nothing nothing will impress the ladies like knowing how to really swoop around, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't think about it, but it's kind of like juggling. It's just a skill that people aren't go- might not know you have, but it's something you could bust out at weird moments for a little bit of crowd-pleasing action. Oh, shit. You know what they really should do, though? Fucking, I know, I know you all have, like, one bag or box of like meal prep shit sitting in your fridge right now like you got a free trial to blue apron or like home chef or hello green or fucking i that's all i can think of but there are a million more uh fucking just make that like but be careful about it yeah like be careful about it right like like spend an hour and make sure you chop everything right and like and have yourself a wonderful meal that you made yourself with help from the people who put the stuff in the box for sure and yeah and then yeah like you said while while you're like while you're feeling the momentum yeah do your meal prep for the week make yourself like a nice little stew that'll keep in the fridge for a while or or like some barbecue chicken for sandwiches hell yeah 
There's so many fantastic options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have an instant pot. That's fucking easy mode for meal prep. Do a do a good cooking instead of the Pro Bowl. Make your make yourself a Pro Bowl of quinoa, kale, and pomegranates. The just the whole ones, just entire pomegranate. Just put pomegranate. it in the bowl. The entire pomegranate. The entire, the entire one. It's got a bunch of fiber. Actually, and it's good for you want to know something that is fantastic? Uh-huh. Instead of watching football, mm-hmm. eating a pomegranate. Oh, gee, man, that Healing will, t- that will take out you three all the hours. Tools will take, <laughs> yes, it will take you the entire game to peel the pomegranate. But as someone who eats at least one pomegranate a week during pomegranate season, which is tragically short, yeah. I actually, I'm kind of the weird guy who actually really enjoys just sit there, sitting there methodically pulling apart all the jewels mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. half hour. Mm-hmm. I that's literally what I would do, and I would get weird looks at work like every single time I did it. It's just like, how do you have the patience to do that? Because I'm not in a hurry. No, you're not. You don't have anywhere to be. You don't have anything on TV to watch. Just fucking take those just, sweet red pomegranate jewels off. It's the just pith. something soothing about yeah. just like you know popping out all the little jewels, pulling them into a uh, a bowl, and then just eating it with a spoon like it's cereal. Or you can. Like when you're done with that, I you might have time to like whittle a decorative bear, like find a really really good like, I don't know like what do you think like three inch radius or like two inch radius like stick, and like just whittle it into a nice decorative bear, create something for once in your life, and then start an Etsy store, or maybe you're an aspiring youtuber an aspiring filmmaker Mm. and you want to leave your mark well this is your chance to you know grab a camera grab your phone or something and try and you know film a little bit of video just to see what you can come up with maybe you come up with something that involves dead babies yeah maybe and maybe nationwide buys it maybe nationwide like hires you and is like we don't tell anyone now but you're gonna you're gonna make our our super bowl ad next year Shush. You're the head of our marketing department. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do something good for yourself. You never know life. what'll get you big. Yeah. Maybe it will be a dead baby joke on YouTube. Possibly. Possibly. I think making a video about a dead baby is better than watching the Pro Bowl or the Super Bowl. Just, you know, make sure you give us credit and, like, we do get 30%. Yeah. If you get all the money, please hire us on for your production team. Well, here's the thing is, like, they don't know this and we haven't said this yet but if if you ever do anything like if you ever take our advice on the show and like do anything that we say you should do and it results in monetary gain you do need to send us 30 percent of that it's like it's in the fine print and like the show notes like it's it's an implied yeah when agreement. you clicked play that's 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 a binding contract yeah. so so you know Sorry about it, but we you do like all of our listeners probably owe us individually at least like three hundred and seventy five dollars by now. Probably there's got to be someone selling like anime Santa shirts, right? There has to be something somewhere. Yeah. How? Damn. How? How is it an hour? How? <laughs> how have we spent an hour doing this? Well, the first 20 minutes were us bitching about the patch. So, I guess... And then from there, we just had to roll. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. 
That is correct. <laughs> well, if you're not, if you are not turned off at like hearing me talk, if you want to ever hear my thoughts or words ever again, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grezeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. On Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, I stream every Wednesday. On Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, and uh, that's it and stuff. Dave, I'm Dropplay Dave Rapocio. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic. You can find me on Instagram at Dropplay Dave. On Patreon, and of course on the Dropplay.com. Please tweet us or message us your best dead baby ad commercial idea. Yeah. I want to know how you would kill a baby for insurance. Also, like, tell us what you're doing instead of watching the Pro Bowl. I need more ideas. Yeah, let, let us know what you'll be doing instead of watching the Pro Bowl. You know, like your taxes or something. Yeah. All good ideas. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>